Hello and welcome to the Movement of God podcast. My name is Anthony and I am so glad you're here listening. Uh, this podcast, uh, we will take a uh, dive into the um, wh- what the movement of God has done in people's lives. Uh, we will hear from pastors to um, worship leaders to um, people who are, are just believers and are, don't have a title. Um, we will hear from everybody in um, their walk with Christ and what he has done in their life. And uh, so just a little bit about who I am. Uh, again, my name is Anthony, and uh, I have been uh, a, I've been saved for uh, born again for almost three years. Uh, and I've had a, a call to ministry uh, for about two years. Um, I haven't really stepped fully out into uh, what the Lord has uh, put on my heart. But this is part of that step, and uh, I am glad everyone... Uh, for everyone who um, has has volunteered the time to um, be on this podcast, uh, a little bit of, of where I came from before I became a, uh, a believer. Um, when I was younger, I was uh, born and raised Catholic, and then uh, I uh, f- fell out of my faith and my belief in, in Christ. Um, got into some dark times with witchcraft and. Uh, then uh, I luckily found the church that I'm at right now that uh, the Lord called me back home and uh, called me back to be able to uh, receive uh, the fruits of what he has for me. And I'm so lucky that uh, I had that opportunity and I'm here now and I'm alive in him. Um, And I just, again, thank you for listening and I really hope you enjoy the Movement of God podcast. All right, guys. So I'm here uh, with Pastor Michael. Uh, I actually met Michael uh, during a special touch retreat. Uh, it's a retreat that you go to and um, you, you get to help uh, people with special needs and disabilities uh, to be able to um, receive the word of God and to be able to um, just have them um, together with uh with with people who know the word and who are for godly people so that they can receive and because there's a lot of times where they can't receive so that's where i met michael and uh i'm gonna let him explain a little bit more of who he is and uh what he does yeah hey dude it's so so great to be with you um man i feel like we haven't seen each other in forever but (laughs) it's been quite some time Dude, it's been so long. And um, yeah, so I'm Michael Kaysen is my name. And um, I serve as the children's pastor at a church in Sarasota, Florida. And it's called Grace Community Church. And um, yes, I've been here for about six months now. And I previously pastored at a church in Atlanta. And um, yeah, came down here really just in on a whim. And and God opened some really amazing doors. Um to, to allow me to serve, to serve where I'm serving. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I, I remember there was, uh, there was one time, on, uh, when we were, um, when we were sitting in, uh, the cafeteria and, um, we, we, we started getting on a very, um, very, uh, in-depth conversation of, of what, God has called us to do because I know I mean I've been 
um, I've been saved for, I think I'm going on three years, which to me seems like it's been so much more than that. Um, yeah. And with, within, um, within a year, um, I, I got a call on the, from the Lord, a guy to call on my heart to, to go and be a pastor, um, to go yeah. and, and, and spread his word. And, uh, you know, there's been that, that is my end goal. That is what I want to do. That is what the Lord wants me to do. And there's, there's been things and I'm still working on things to, to get me to that point. Um, but yeah. I, I remember us sitting in, in the, um, in that cafeteria talking about, mm-hmm. um, what, God has called us to do. And I know for mm-hmm. me, it was, it was very, it was very hard that first, I remember sitting in, um, in the, in the church in our, in our sanctuary and uh, my pastor is up and the way that our church is set up. Um, I, I go to a bounty grace fellowship and we, mm-hmm. we, we, uh, we rent a church, uh, rent the building from a different church. So they have a, a service in the morning and then we come in in the afternoon and we have a, a, a main like center uh, position where everyone can sit in. And then we have like this little alcove that there's also pews in. That's where we have our sound booth. And when I first started yeah. going to church, I, you know, I really didn't feel like I fed it, uh, fit in. Um, you know, sure, sure. I'm, I came from a really, really dark background. You know, I, 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 very young in my life, I was a Catholic. And then I broke away from that because I didn't feel like it was right got into some really dark things. Um, and then, uh, I had this, this call in my heart and I always sat off to the side and during this service, uh, we, we, it was towards the end and, and, you know, pastor, my pastor got a, a, a call from the Lord, got a, a, the Holy spirit fell upon him saying that there was somebody in, and mind you, we don't have a lot of people like, uh, in our church, we have maybe, um, maybe 25 at the most. It's a very small church. Okay. Um, and he said, there's, there's someone here that the Lord is, is trying to talk to your heart. That he is trying to get to you and talk to you. And mm. he wants, he wants you to serve. He wants yeah. you to, to minister his word to the people who, who can't, who can't receive, who don't receive, who just need his word. And I, immediately the Holy Spirit fell upon me. And I, I, again, never experienced this before being raised Catholic. I was never really taught how, how quick and sudden the Holy Spirit can fall upon you and you can be just ingrained in that. And it fell upon me and I knew exactly that the Lord was speaking to me. And I just, I prayed and I accepted it. Um, so you're, I want to hear your side of that story. What, what is, when did you hear that call and, you know, what was your experience when you heard that call? Um, sure. Sure. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, 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 I've been raised in a family where, man, it was like day one, you let, you left the hospital on day one and you were at church the next morning on day two. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was just from the beginning, it was, it was like my grandmother before she passed would always say, um, church isn't an option. Like, mm-hmm. so if the doors were open, we were showing up on some level. <laughs> and, um, but I, I, I got to a point as I went through my life and, you know, I, I really just, I fed on the faith of, um, my mom and fed on the faith of my grandmother and on, on the family members that have gone before me. 
And, um, you know, Paul, he talks about, you know, uh, you're going to get to some point where you got to put the childish, put your childish ways to the side. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I, I went through the, the early years of my life where um, I just was kind of, I, I was making my mom's faith, my faith. And you get to a place where, you know, you've got to decide, is this for you? Right. And, um, and so when I got to, man, it was 10, 11, 12, I really, I really, even at that age began to question, okay, who is God and what does this mean? Right. Uh, Because you have that moment of like, I accept Jesus and this is great and it's all hunky dory, but you know, what does that actually mean? And so um, when I got to about 14 years old, I, I, I went to a fall retreat camp with my church. Um, so I grew up at an Assemblies of God church up in um, central Georgia. And we went to this campsite and we, we, every fall, we went together for a weekend for a fall retreat. And, um, and it was this, this moment where I remember feeling that in my spirit where it's like, okay, it's, it's time for me to decide, is this, is this going to be Michael's faith or is this going to be Michael's mom's faith? Right. Is this going to be the faith of the Kaysen family, or is this going to be the faith of me? Because, you know, um, me believing, me saying that I believe what my mom believes isn't going to get me into heaven. Me believing it with my own heart and believing it with my own spirit is what's going to get me there. And, um, and so you just, I think everybody gets to a place where you've got to, you've got to learn quickly. Is this for me? And at 14 years old, we went off to this, this camp and, you know, um, I remember the guy preaching. I, I still I still talk to him to this day. Um, I remember him preaching about calling, preaching about, okay, um, what does it mean to be called by God? What does it mean when he asks you to do something? And so we, we started to talk through that. And it was actually very similar to yours, man, because uh, we we're in the middle of an altar time and he comes up to the platform and he goes, there's somebody in here that's called, you're called to ministry. <laughs> and I just like, I, I had that tug on my heart. Like I knew okay, I, I think that's me. Like, I, I, I think so. And, um, and then I remember he walked off the stage, walked right up to me in the back of the room where I was standing and said, that's you. Oh, and wow. I was like, uh. what? Like at 14, <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're out of your mind. Like, what are you doing? And so, you know, I really went through that, that fall retreat time and, you know, just, uh, I started to ponder on the words of this preacher and eventually I started to get to a place where I'm like, okay, God, is, is this legit? Like, is this, is this what you're asking me? Because for, for forever, it was never, um, you know, ministry was never on my radar. Like yeah. it, it, it was never something, it was never something I wanted to get into. I had family members that were in ministry. I had, I had, you know, Titans of the faith that, mm-hmm. um, that I knew and that I trusted and that I knew they were just great godly examples. And I always fell into this place where I was like, I can't be in ministry because I'm not like them. Right. And I had to find myself in a place where um, I just, I just released myself to accept the call of God because Mm -hmm. it, um, you know, as we got into, so that was on a Friday night, as we got into Saturday night into Sunday morning, I just felt that impressed on my spirit of, you know, God's telling me, um, Hey, this is for you. This, this is what I'm asking of you. Um, and so I just, it was a, it wasn't a, you're called to lead pastor. It wasn't your call to be a children's pastor. It wasn't, it wasn't this specific thing. Like, you know, I think a lot of people's callings, um, 
and I think it's, they're both correct. I think that some people's callings are, I'm called to do this type of ministry in this church, in this city with these people. I, and I think that those are very like, you know, um, bullet hole. Um, um, what am I trying to say? Bullet hole callings. Right. Like it is just a very direct shot at what you're supposed to do. And I've always looked at my calling as more of like a broad paint stroke mm-hmm. where it was, God was saying, Hey, you know, I, I'm calling you to ministry. I'm calling you to um, further the kingdom of God. And that's, that was always, that was always my heart. And so at 14 years old, I had that impressed on my spirit of, I'm not called to just be a pastor. I'm not called to just be a leader. I'm not called to just teach people about the Bible. I believe God's called me to build the kingdom of God and to do that through the local church. Amen. And I've always fallen in a place where in, in every ministry area I've been in, it has been, if this is so like currently I'm like, man, if this is what you want me to do, I'll do it to the absolute best of my ability, whatever right. that looks like. I just want to see the local, I want to see the kingdom of God be built through the local church and whatever that looks like I'm game, man. Like it's, it's just kind of where I have, um, where I've always operated in. And so like, you know, at 14, I'm now 26. And so for the last 12 years, I've pursued the calling with everything I've got. And it's, it went from 14 to, I, I still wavered, you know, that 14, 15, 16, like every, everybody does. Yeah. Anybody that says they didn't waver at, in their teenage years is lying. <laughs> and, um, uh, and so I just, I, once I went off to college and really figured out, okay, this is what life is like. I, I really had to, to start learning, you know, how to carry my own faith and not carry the faith of, of, you know, my family members and um, went off to Bible college and, um, went through went through three and a half years of Bible school and took every theology class, took every Bible class, every preaching class I could I could get my hands on. And some of those classes I left with more questions than I did answers. And so um, I just realized quickly as I was going through college, like, man, this is this is it. Like this is this is what God's called me to do. And so I've never from the age of fourteen to now, there's never been a moment for me where I was like is this what I'm called to do? Like, is this really what, what Jesus wants of me? Like there, there's gotta be somebody better that can do it. Like (laughs) there's somebody out there that can do it. But you know, even the older I get, I try to walk in this, you know, um, this humility on some level, I guess, you know, I love one of my favorite people in the Bible is Paul. Um, you know, I, Jesus obviously is one of my favorite people in the Bible, but you know, (laughs) That's what every good Christian would say. Right. But I love, I love <laughs> Paul, and I love Paul for the simple fact of God could have used anybody, and He used that guy. Right. Like He He used a guy that was trying to kill the followers of Jesus, and He right. used him to flip the world upside down and build the kingdom of God. Like just the fact that Jesus showed up on the scene and flipped the whole world upside down mm-hmm. by using using killers to become builders, and I'm just like, dude, this is like it's just crazy. And so I love. I love this type of people um, throughout scripture because time after time, after time for thousands and thousands of years, God has used people that you wouldn't ever use. Right. Like he, he just throughout scripture, he pulls on people like the man that denied him three times is the same man that Jesus says on this rock, I'm going to build my church. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, man, that is just a, a fascinating way that God operates. And so I try to walk in this way of like, um, you know, I'm going to give this my absolute best because I know that this is what God's called me to. And I believe that if I give my best, if I can give, 
give my mustard seed, God can use it to move a mountain. Right. And, and so I've always tried to, to operate in that. And so that's, that's really where I've been, man. And so I graduated college um, with a couple offers on the table of different jobs. And um, I had three offers coming out of college. Two of them fell, fell through. They just weren't, weren't good fits. And um, the, the last option on the table was children's ministry. And I thought, okay, like, I, I guess God's trying to tell me something. And um, so I said, I just, I, I had this moment of like thinking about Peter walking on the water. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, Peter, Peter stepped out into the water with this, this real fear of, I don't know what's going to happen, but he still did it anyways, because he's being obedient to what Jesus was asking him. And so right. I, I just, I've started to walk in this um, at about 22 or so. I started to walk in this place of, I'm going to, I'm going to step out of this boat. I'm, I'm probably going to sink, but if I'm going to sink, I'm going to do it with Jesus. Like I'm with it's like, there's Amen. been plenty of times even stepping, stepping out of the boat and stepping into children's ministry and, and having that stepping out of the boat moment. I regularly, I remember this, I think I said it to you when we were at um, the special touch camp. I was like, man, I, I, I've operated in my life where I'm like, man, this better be Jesus. Cause I don't know how this is going to work. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I remember that one. Yeah. I'm just like, it's just, and it's, it's a, a terrifying, but it's also a freeing place to be, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's, um, it's this place of like, I'm going to give you everything I got and I'm going to let you use it for your glory. And um, because, you know, if, if we operate in a way where we're, we're trying to do things to gain glory for ourselves, man, it, it, you're never going to be fulfilled. I can, I, I, I can tell you that when, uh, when Emily offered me uh, the opportunity to go with her to, um, to the special touch, yeah, mind you, I've I've had experience uh, with um, working with uh, people with special needs and mm-hmm. disabilities, um, but never on that spiritual level. So yeah. I, when she said, "Hey, listen, um, you know, they need, especially men, they need men to be able to go and to 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 pair up with other guys um, yeah. to be able to take care of them," and you know, you have experience, um, you know, I. I left that profession one because, you know, in Florida, that profession really doesn't get um, the best, uh, best of pay. And I did it at a very young age and I was at an age mm-hmm. where I was like, ah, this job better pay well or I ain't doing it. Um, sure. Sure. And so I, I, you know, I really was like, ah, do I want to put myself back into that? Do I want to do something where I'm there for a week? Um, and yeah. it's non yeah. nonstop, uh, nonstop go. You there's nonstop go. It's not hey, we're gonna we're gonna take a break and and it's just gonna be, um, you know the the um, you without the guest. It's just nonstop you and the guest and you're ready to go. And yeah. I thought to myself, I'm like, can can I, can I do it? And you know the Lord said, well, you know you, I've given you that experience. I've given yeah. that experience for a reason, and yeah. here's that reason. And I, when the, oh, the first, the first worship service, you know, there's been, oh, yeah. there's been multiple times where I try to explain to somebody, excuse me, I try to explain to somebody um, what it feels like when, when either the, the Holy Spirit's talking to you or the Lord's talking to you, or you just get that feeling of it's just you and the almighty. Yeah. And there, 
it's so unless they've experienced it there's no real explanation it's yeah. just yeah. amazing and you know i felt that when 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 i got the call and i felt that a couple other times the the one time that compares to what i feel what i felt when i i gave myself back to the Lord. I gave my, my spirit back to the Lord. And I said, listen, I'm done living in my evil ways. And I believe in you and I believe in what you've done and what, what Jesus has done. And when he called, when I got, when the Lord called me to that altar call to, to give myself back, you know, that is what I felt at that worship service at special touch was in comparison to that call the just yeah. the, the amount of of worship yeah um that fell in that that room when you have people who will uh and and, and we 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 as an ice it's hard to again it's hard to say it us as people who are able and us as people who um mm-hmm. sure who sure. are full of of we 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 have pride in ourselves because of what we can do, there are people out there, and me and you have both seen them, who, who can't do a lot, but they know that they can through Christ. And yeah, when, you, when yeah. you see people who can't walk, who can't stand, who can't do a lot for themselves, they drop to their knees and they worship mm-hmm. God because of what they've done in their life. Yeah. It, that was such in the, the the first the first meeting um when I, we we spoke with the the, the staff uh, the lead mm-hmm. staff there that first meeting uh, the only words that i i remember being able to clearly say was humbling because yeah. again we take for granted all that we have we take for granted what we have been blessed with what the lord has blessed us with and yeah. being able to get that humbling experience of seeing people who we see as less fortunate, who we yeah. see as as not able, but we can see them, we can see, we can see, we can see God working in their lives to then yeah. minister to us when you know that that was one thing one of the things that they said was be ready to be ministered to not to minister. And that was that whole experience, that whole week was, and it was a week of being ministered to. I, I, that was a ministering to experience. Um, And it, that was a great, I, I, I I implore anybody who is listening to this, um, mostly it's done by my, by AG churches, assembly of God churches. Um, mm-hmm. and yes, this is a shameless plug for special touch ministries. And if, uh, 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 people who, uh, are running special touch, if you guys hear this, I, I am shamelessly plugging you guys because I respect and I, I love what you guys do. If you guys, uh, go to an AG church or know of an AG church, if have ever heard of special touch ministries and you, are, are wanting to grow in your faith, step out. That is a great stepping out point. Yes, it's hard, but the the way that the Lord can touch you and bring you in, whoo, 
wee. Yeah, man. It, I mean, it is, it is such a special, special, special place um, to, to do ministry. And, you know, I, I walked into that week and look, I, I'll be honest, man, like just the week that I had been having um, and the few weeks that I've been having just a difficult, real, really difficult season at the, the church that I've been um, serving at. And so I went into that week already worn down where I was just, I, I just, I just don't want to be here. Like I'm at the, it's, I know it sounds horrible, but I was just like, right. I, I need to go home. I need to do this. I need to do that. And God had a way of saying, no, 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 no. Like this is exactly where you need to be. And right. so I came into that, I came into that week worn, I'm, I was worn out, but I left that week being more refreshed than I've ever been in all of my Amen. Life. And, and, you know, I, I love, I love, um, what, you know, Joe and Ann and Bob and Lynn, uh, you know, all what the crew is doing, because I, I think that it's, it's special. It's special to care for people that have special needs because look, I, mm-hmm. I found out a couple of days ago. Um, if you took all of the people in the world that had special needs and you put them in one country, they'd be the third largest country in the entire world. Wow. And the fact that they are not being <laughs> ministered to in the way that they need to be ministered to is, is, you know, on the edge of sinful. Like, I mean, right. it's, it is ridiculous that, that, you know, the church as a whole, you know, the, the world, the Christian church of all of the world is we're just not doing enough for people um, that have special needs. And so like, we, we've got things in place here at, at Grace that, that, you know, we work hard towards of, um, of caring for people with special needs, but, you know, it really came back to me, you know, Matthew, Matthew 25, I think it's verse uh, 40. Uh, let me pull it up like here where it says mm. you know the king will reply truly i tell you whatever you did for the least of these brothers and sisters of mine you did for me and i you know i, I was really fascinated with what um what that idea of least of these mean right and so i you know as i started to pull that text apart and say okay what what is this you know in the original text it means um you know uh least of these translates to easily overlooked and so, you know, there's something really, really uh, fascinating about that text because, you know, um, because wh- who I overlook, you may not overlook. And, you know, who you overlook, I may not be overlooking, but we're all overlooking someone. And so it's not right. necessarily this idea of, um, you know, um, serving the least of these. And that's what we're doing. We're going to help help all these people. have special, Like, it's just it's just not what it is. It's right. just it's this idea of you know, these are people that, that society has overlooked for years. And we have the ability to step into this and step in it with them and say, I look, I am no better than you. Just, you know, like there's, you may have a disability. We all have like, like it's, it's, it, we walk into this place with an evil, uh, an even playing field. Right. Uh, hey, you know, we may, there may be some differences between us, but we are all broken and we all need Jesus and we all need to encounter the Holy Spirit. And so Amen. It, it gives us a really, a really special um, opportunity to just love on people because I think that that's what, you know, that that's what Jesus's ministry was built on. Like his, his ministry was coming alongside people and loving on people and caring for people and, and getting down in the junk with people. And it's just a beautiful opportunity for, you know, in the same way that Jesus healed the man with, with um, his eye, like he couldn't see and he got down on one knee, wrote in the dirt, put mud on his eye, like the whole deal. We have the ability during that week and we have the ability at any time to get in the dirt with people 
and right. to just say, look, I, you're going through it and I'm going to get down in this with you. We're going to get dirty. We're going to walk through the fire together. We're going to come <laughs> out the other side burned, but we're going to do it together. And I yep. think that that's, it's just, and that, I think that that's something that special needs um, ministries and special touch ministry. I think that that's something that they do um, very beautiful where it's like, we're not coming in this. Um, like just the fact that they call them guests. Right. Like, it's just like, it's just a beautiful way for us to point to our, it's, you know, this is not a, I'm checking this thing off my list just so I can have an extra jewel on my crown when I get to heaven. It is a, a beautiful way of, of us coming alongside other believers and other people that need Jesus, just like we do. And we're going to come up alongside them and we're going to walk through it with them. And we're going to, you know, love them just like Jesus would. And I, yeah, I just, I, I love what, what the special touch ministries is doing. And um, I think that it is a, it is a phenomenal ministry. And if you want to know what it's like to love like Jesus and what it's like to be loved in the way Jesus loves, go hang out with some of these people for a week. Like oh, yeah. I mean, the fact, like you, you hang out with some of these people for a week, you've never seen them. And you're walking like I look, when we got the last day, I, I climbed into my truck after that week. I, I was exhausted. Like the, the week, just a week itself physically. Like it was hot. It was yeah. sleeping in cabins. I had kids snoring everywhere. Like it just was, it was absolute. It was just a draining week, but yeah. my spirit was refreshed. And I, I, I stepped into, you know, I remember saying goodbye to you. I remember saying goodbye to, um, to Reagan and, and Bob and Lynn and all these people. And, and I remember getting into my car and I just wept. Like, yeah. I mean, I just, I just bawled my eyes out, man, because it was, it was such a beautiful moment for us to, to get a very beautiful glimpse as to what the kingdom of heaven looks like. And right. it's a very beautiful opportunity to, to love on people that can be easily overlooked. Um, and you, like 80 million people in the whole world. It, it's crazy. That they in love on a man. And you know, when it, it is, it is a um, very, tiring week for the body um and i'm trying to look it up maybe maybe you can find it quicker um but there's a scripture and i think i don't don't remember exactly where it is but um the lord's telling us that we need to have rest and that there is a spiritual rest we could be doing so much and we could be resting our bodies so much but if we don't take the time to rest in the Lord. And that's exactly what that experience was. I mean, we got to um, every day, twice a day, be fed the word. At yeah. least uh, in twice a day, we got to praise and worship the Lord. You know, uh, me and you were, I think it was on the green schedule or yellow. Yeah. And we, yeah, we, yeah. Um, we uh, that first worship service was geared more towards um, the, the side of uh, in, intellectual uh disabilities based so it was more uh, of the kid Mm -hmm. uh the children's ministry side but we all Mm -hmm. were together the whole camp this whole camp came together for a a service and a worship service um at the end of the night each night and um that that you know you you said multiple times you you know the week before was was tiring and uh, you were tired after you, you know, when you left. And it was, I mean, I can tell you that I was tired that week. But the, the amount of spiritual rest that 
um, we got because, and I, again, I, I don't want to speak for you, but I know I got a spiritual rest through the whole week because I knew that the amount of feeding I was get, getting to my soul and my yeah. heart from the word and just from the, the, um, the, uh, the work that God was doing there, man, it was, it, it is it's so restful. And then when you, I mean, I, when, you know, right now we are in this, um, this season of coronavirus, which I am not happy about because, um, when this first started, I, I, I messaged, uh, Ann and Pastor Joe and I, I, cause I've been, I've been keeping in contact with them. And I, I, I asked, I said, so is the, the Florida camp. Cause I was, I was dead set on going to our Florida camp. Yeah. Um, Georgia and then Alabama because mm-hmm. Alabama is, this is their first year in Alabama. Yeah, so be good. I, I get, I sent them a, a message and this was, this was uh, about a month ago, maybe a little bit before. And I asked them, I said, you know, how are we looking on, you know, keeping the Florida camp because that's our first camp uh, of the season. And she, uh, and said, you know, right now we're still going, we're still headstrong on doing it. Um, we'll see, we're seeing how, how it fades out through the, through the, the upcoming months. Yeah. And mind you, this, uh, I think it's in two months, it would have been, or no, it's the end of, end of next month. Right. Um, so when I got that message, cause I, I, uh, I, I saw the email and I'm like, well, at first when I read it, I saw, oh, it's canceled, but the camp has already rescheduled us for uh, whatever week it is. And I didn't, I saw that and I leapt for joy because I'm like, sweet Jesus, we are still doing this. And I didn't yeah. read the year. So I went and I had a, a, a ministry class and uh, um, Emily's involved in that. And I, uh, we were talking about it and I was getting happy and I said, yeah, but it's still on for this year. And she's like, really? Are you sure? Sh- are you sure? And she looked at her email and it said 2021. And I'm like, oh no. I, the, the amount, and again, I, I agree with the decision because of what can, what can happen to people who immune, who their immune systems are uh, compromised and they have underlying uh, problems. Um, We don't want, we don't want to hurt the guests. That is the last thing we want to do. We want them to be as healthy as they can be and be able to come back and experience this uh, next year. Um, so I was very upset when, uh, I saw that they were canceling it. And, um, but I, I am, I am still, I am praying that Georgia still keeps going and I really want to, to go to Alabama and be a part of that inaugural first, uh, special special touch camp there. Yeah, man. I, I, I think it's going to be an exciting um, future. Excuse the, like, massive cargo plane that's flying right over my house right now. Um, <clears throat> so I, I'm super excited about it because uh, it's just – it was one of those weeks where I, I didn't give nearly as much as I received. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there, there was just a beautiful time, um, even, man, even with the difficult ones. Like, it right. was a beautiful time – 
to just love on people in a, in a really beautiful way. And like you were talking about with rest, man, it, I, I came into the week just spiritually, mentally, every way I was just, I was just drained. Like I mean, we sat and right. talked about it in the cafeteria. Like I, I just was worn slap out. You, and, you, you looked, I mean, when uh, that first couple of days, you know, you looked like you were, are you still there? Yeah, I'm waiting okay. for that plane to get away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, you looked like you were you were ready just to, to flat out just I'm I'm done. I just need to I need to I need to need to go. Or I just I and then as the as that week progressed, as you know that first service and that second service, yeah, you looked, and I think we all did, uh, especially the new ones. We all looked just drained we all just looked like we were ready to give up and then you sit through that first and second and even sometimes it takes into that third because i think wednesday is when they they start having and i'm sorry for people who are going to be going to this i'm i'm giving you kind of a heads up prepare your emotions prepare your emotions i am uh you know i am a big burly man on the outside but especially when when the lord's working my emotions <laughs> my emotions my emotions get the best of me and that was the the most i've cried in forever because you, the the that that just that filling of the holy spirit upon everybody yeah, bro. like it it was like i don't remember who i was sitting there talking to it was it was one of our people who were, they were wheelchair bound. Like they, they mm-hmm. couldn't get up, they couldn't walk, they couldn't do any of that. And um, I remember, you know, when the, when the music started playing, the caregivers would go up and wheel them around at the front. And I remember sitting there and I, I said something to somebody as I was, you know, as we were kind of, kind of getting ready to, to close up the day. And I said, I said, why do you do that? Like, what, what's, what's your reasoning for that? And she goes, I just want to be able to dance before the Lord. Amen. And I just was like, geez, like, I, like that, <laughs> such a, such a beautiful, beautiful kind of faith to have. Um, mm. a faith it's like, you know, um, although my body is weak, although my body may not, things may not be working the way that I want them to work. My spirit mm-hmm. is strong. And that, right. like, um, it, it's, it was, it was beautiful to watch, you know, um, um, Denise and Ben and all, all of these people that we we just sat with them who look they have and we talked about this they have every single reason to complain yep they could they could spend their whole day complaining and still not get done complaining about everything worth complaining about like it there's just so much that that they could easily spend their life just griping about but it's right. still I saw stronger faith in many of these people like I, it just I, I saw stronger faith in some of them than i think i've ever had in my life like it, it just was a beautiful a beautiful um moment of like you know physically I, i'm I, my body's not working the way that i would like it to work but it was beautiful to watch them say but god's still good and god's mm-hmm. still working and god's still moving in me god's still doing things through me like such a a beautiful thing to see and a beautiful thing to watch. Um, and you know, I, I, I came into, 
I came into the week. I remember, man, like the first probably month, I think it was Monday and Tuesday. Like I was in this real, like, I just, I don't know. I want to be here. Like, like, <laughs> dude, a couple of days before we went, I tried to pull out. Like I, tried, I called Ann. I was like, I just can't, I just can't. Like I, my schedule's too busy at, the, at work. Like I, I'm just not gonna be able to make it. And she laid it out. It was just like, look, if you don't come, we're going to have to tell about 10 people. They can't come either. I was right. like, oh, I'm going to be there. Um, and so I just, you know, those first few days, I just remember just this, this, um, this tugging on my spirit where, you know, Jesus is just saying, Hey, come to me. Just, mm-hmm. just come to me. Like this was, this was a beautiful time where, I knew I was coming into this thing restless and I was coming into this thing wore out. And, you know, my heart kept going towards, you know, Matthew 11, where Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Right. I walked into that, that week weary, man. I walked into mm-hmm. that week burdened and I walked out of that week with a lot of rest. Right. Uh, and so it just, it was a really, it was a really beautiful, really impactful time. Um, it was fantastic. All right, so we're we're coming up on almost about an hour. So what I want to do at this time is, um, we all, uh, you know, I I've, I I pray constantly on what the Lord uh, wants me to do and what what He's gonna have me do next. And uh, you know, I'm I'm in this time where uh, I've asked the Lord, and the Lord's told me I need I need to build. And part of that's building myself up. Uh, in the faith and get myself stronger in the faith so I can get to that point of where he wants me to be. Um, and then uh, building my body physically. Uh, you know, I'm not, not in the best of shape, but, you know, God's told me to work on that. So, you know, little by little, I need, I'm trying to work on that. Um, yeah, man. And then also, you know, I've, I've, the, the end goal is to, to, to have a church, to build a church and to build, like you said, build the kingdom of God. Um, yeah. So what, you know, what, what are some, if you don't mind me asking, what are some goals uh, in the future? And, and what are some goals that uh, the, the Lord has set in front of you that uh, you're willing to, or not willing, that you're wanting to accomplish? Yeah, man. Like, yeah, I love this question. Um, I, there's a few goals that, that are, that are on my heart. You know, at some point I want to be a lead pastor. That's my heart is to is to, to lead a congregation. My heart is to, is to, to build the kingdom of God in a new way. And, um, and so, yeah, at some point would love to be a lead pastor, would love to plant my own church, um, continue to, to, to grow the kingdom of God through, through the local church. And so those, those are two big ones for me, obviously, man, you know, um, it's time to find a wife. So that's one of my prayers as well. (laughs) And, Amen. Um, so that's, that's one of my, one of my prayers as well is that, you know, I've, I've seen God do some really amazing things in, in many areas of my life. And yeah, one of the places where I'm, God's still teaching me to wait is, is, is in that in finding a wife. Yeah. That's the hardest, um, hardest thing. Yeah, for me, dude, man. Yeah, it's, it's there, it is difficult to sit in the waiting and just wait for, for God to move. And, um, and so, yeah, find a wife when is going to be is going to be one of those um, one of those that are at the top of the list. And you know, right right now, my my heart for me is um, is just to to continue to run the race that God set before me. And um, I want to stay disciplined. I want to stay focused on the goal. I want to stay focused on um, on all God's called me to do and all of that He's called me to be. And so, um, it really is my my heart in this season is 
believe God's working. I believe God's doing a new thing. And, um, and my, my desire for, for me on a personal level and, um, and even on a ministry level is I just want to run the, run the race that Jesus has set before me and I want to run it well. Um, and so I'm, I'm just, and that really just looks like I want to be disciplined and in, um, studying scripture. I want to be disciplined and in caring for people and loving on people and, and walking through fire with people. And, um, I just want to, I want to continue to be shaped and groomed and molded into the man of God that God's called me to be. And, um, and I'm, I'm not there yet. Um, I'm much farther along the process now than I was a year ago. And I believe that this time, 2021, I'm going to be a lot farther along than I am now. Um, Amen. And so, yeah, so th- those are, those are my big goals um, that are on my, on my heart right now. It's, I just, I want to, I want to operate my life in a way where um, if God says do it, I say yes. And I don't question it. Um, if God says, Hey, go jump off that cliff. I'm gonna go take a hop off that cliff and believe that he's going to catch me. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't want to, I want to operate in a way to where if God, if God says go, I say yes. You know, that beautiful text in Ruth where it says, well, who am I going to send? And she goes, well, here I am, send me. And, um, I want to, um, I want to operate in that kind of faith where, um, if I keep saying yes to God, if I keep being obedient to the things that God puts before me and, and stewarding, um, the, the things that are in front of me to the absolute best of my ability, I believe God's going to bless it. And I believe that God's going to, God's going to do, um, immeasurably more than I could ever ask, think, or imagine. Right. And, uh, I, I found one of the, the scriptures about rest. Yeah. Um, and it's in, Ex- it's in Exodus 33, and it's in verse 14. I'm going to read from the NIV. And it says, uh, Lord replied, uh, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. When yeah. the Lord is with us, there is rest there. When his presence is there, there is a rest. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, especially on the, um, you know, wifing up. That's, that's been, you know, I'm, I'm 23, and sadly, you know, I'm, I'm recording in my room in my parents' house. And I am desperately looking to better my life in that way. Build, set building, building my, my, myself. Um, and yeah, that's been, you know, that, that waiting, you know, we always, uh, there's a song, uh, I will wait on the Lord. We, we, we played it a couple times at church and it, it does. It's waiting is a really big aspect of, of, of a lot of things. Uh, and it might not be fun. The one thing I always say uh, to to anyone who is who is uh, starting their faith in, in in Christ or starting a faith anew in Christ, um, be very careful what you ask for. The one thing I haven't asked yet is for patience, um, because <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> because the Lord will give you every chance uh, to to build patience. Um, and I I I. Mm-hmm. We'll not, yeah, we'll not look, ask that heard, just yet. <laughs> I heard, I love that, man. That's like, yeah, like if you're, if you ask for patience, God's not going to give you patience. He's going to give you opportunities yep. to exercise <laughs> patience. And I, like I, I heard a pastor a long time ago, he's like, you know, God never made a desk. God never made a bookshelf. God just gave you a tree and wanted to see what you could do with it. Like he all, like, and I think it's the same idea as like, 
God, you know, God's not just going to throw patience on the, on the table. He's not just going to throw joy out there on the table. He's going to give you opportunities to right. exercise your patience and exercise your joy. Because, you know, if, if our joy comes from the Lord, mm-hmm. um, we need to be exercising that as often as possible because your joy doesn't fade. Happiness right. does, but your joy won't. Um, and so, but I, you know, that song out of Bethel, um, take courage. It says that, you know, God is in the waiting. And I think mm-hmm. that if you're going to be a believer, if you're going to believe, um, if you're going to be a follower of Jesus, you better get comfortable with waiting yeah. because God, God is going to do some, it's some really special stuff in your life. If you are obedient to what God asks of you and you are working to be the best that you can be, and you are, um, being obedient to the call of Christ on your life. I believe that God is faithful to answer the prayers of his people. And so when we are, take the opportunity to be obedient and when we take the opportunity to say, I'm going to actively wait on the Lord and he's going to renew my strength. He's going to help me through this season. He's going to help me run this race to the absolute best of my ability. And he's going to get the glory for every bit of it. Amen. All right, Michael, I'm going to, uh, to, to end this uh, segment here. Uh, I'm going to end it with prayer and then uh, uh, we can, I'm going to ask you to, to shout out where, where you're at again, uh, what church and everything. Yeah, man. Okay. All right. All right. Heavenly father, we thank you. And I thank you for bringing Michael here. Uh, I, I thank you for putting the call of ministry on his heart. Lord, I thank you for bringing us together to do this uh, podcast in your name, Lord. I ask that, uh, for the people that hear this, Lord, I ask that you touch their hearts and that we minister to them, that the, the words that came out of our mouth are the words of you, Lord, that we can minister to your people through this podcast, Lord. And I just thank you for everything that you've done in our lives, Lord. I ask you to just be with us as we go on our ways. I ask that you protect us in this time uh, that we are in. And Lord, I just thank you for everything that you're going to do. Uh, and I ask all these things in uh, Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Amen. Michael... Michael, uh, uh, what church are you at? Uh, give us, uh, uh, give us a Facebook, uh, an Instagram or anything that the church has or yours. If you want to shout that out, uh, maybe yeah, uh, a URL or anything. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, look, Anthony, let me tell you, man, you are a rock star. I think that you are, you are doing incredible stuff for the kingdom of God. And oh, I just, thank you. I want you to know, I believe in you and I believe in what God's doing in you and through you. And I believe that, you know, the best is yet to come for you. And it's the best Amen. is yet to come for your life. Um, and so I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm honored and thankful to call you a brother and a friend. Um, Thank you very so, much. Um, yeah, so I'm serving at Grace Sarasota. Um, that's our website. Go to G-R-A-C-E-S-A-R-A-S-O-T-A.com. GraceSarasota.com. And you'll see everything that... Um, that we are doing. We are Grace Community Church down here in Sarasota, Florida. It is nice and hot and humid. It's a beautiful place to be. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, that's that's what we're about. Go check it out. You know, God's God's doing some really new stuff as we as we are operating in this corona apocalypse. And um, we are we're having having a good time. So y'all go check it out. All right. Thank you again. Thank you for everyone who listened and uh please uh th- I don't know yet where I'm going to be putting this. Uh, hopefully it's going to be on Spotify and um, probably uh, um, iTunes and other places. Wherever you see this podcast come up, please uh, feel free to share it, like it, do whatever it says to do. Uh, let's get the word of God out to his people and uh, to be able to share it to those who might not know who, uh, who God is or who might be in this time of question. Um, let, let them ask questions and let them hear answers. 
So uh, get this out to people who, who you know that would want to hear this. And again, thank you for listening and have a good one.